Coming up next on a special edition of Chapters, we're going to revisit an interview we did with singer-songwriter Mike Zito last September. Since that time, Mike's been nominated by the Blues Foundation for two very prestigious awards. He's been nominated for the 2018 Rock Blues Artist of the Year and also for his latest release, Make Blues Not War, the 2018 Rock Blues Album of the Year. So stay tuned as we have a conversation with Mike and listen to music from his catalog that spans a career of over 20 years. All that and more coming up next on Chapters. Today in studio, I'm very, very excited to have as my guest, Mr. Mike Zito. Welcome, Mike. Hey, Jim. How you doing? Well, I'm doing fantastic, Mike. Thank you so much. I know you crammed this in. You're a very busy guy this, these days. No, I'm happy to be here. This is great. Mike Zito, for folks out there that don't know, is a an international touring musician. He has 16 album, albums to his credit. His latest album, Make Blues Not War, debuted at number one on the Billboard Blues charts. Never gets old to hear that. It doesn't get old, does <laughs> no. it? And it is still way up on the blues charts. Yeah, it's doing very well. Yeah, it's a fantastic record. We're going to be hearing some cuts from Make Blues Not War during this broadcast, and I am just excited to have Mike here. Uh, Mike, you are not a newcomer to the to the music scene, obviously, with 16 uh, albums. No, no, I've been, I've been around. I've been, uh, it's starting to add up. It's good. Yeah, yeah, you're getting older. Getting older, and I've been... Um, you know, we're we're out doing it the old fashioned way. You know, we're knocking on doors and sure. uh, shaking hands and sure. kissing babies. <laughs> it works. And it's been working, yeah, it's like it's you can see the other end starting to catch up. Sure. So. Sure. I'm fascinated, Mike, by a, a lot about your story. But uh, as I listen to your music, one recurring theme to me is that uh, you have a unique sound. When when you hear Mike Zito, frankly, when I hear your guitar work, I know it's Mike Zito. It's a signature sound. Oh, well, thank you. Um, can you talk to me a little bit about how you developed that sound? It's it's interesting to me because um, I don't I don't real I don't recognize or realize what you're speaking of. Like it doesn't. I don't hear that. Mm -hmm. Now I know that I have a way that I do things. It's more out of um, uh, necessity, mm -hmm. <laughs> like or just how it's come to be. You know. Uh, in fact, I've, you know, gone through many years of thinking I, I don't like the way that I sound and I want to sound like someone else. But that's a pretty common um that's pretty I, common in art. I think that's what I was referring to. So I don't mean to imply that your sound is the same throughout your albums. For instance, today, no, no. today was a very heavily produced album, background singers, yeah. a lot of overdubs. Well, and in, in records and, and things like that, then you have other people involved. So, so the re records sometimes sound different because there's a different producer mm -hmm. and they brought in a different band or people try different approaches with an artist. Mm -hmm. But if you were just to talk to me about the way I sing... Like the sound of my voice is, uh, you know, there's probably many times uh, where I don't like the sound of my voice. Really? Because it's my voice. I think I sound, like right now talking, sound ridiculous. <laughs> uh, but as I've gotten older and I realize like, well, that uh, people seem to like the sound of my voice and that's the way it sounds. Like uh, I can't really do much about it anymore. Uh, and changing it and singing in a weird voice or making it different would be really weird. Sure. So, so uh, uh, that kind of strikes to another core of what I was going to talk about, and that's authenticity, something that's very important to you. It is very important to me, and it's um, it's a struggle 
with any artist because uh, you want to be comfortable with with what you're putting out. Um, and ultimately, I'm, I'm I will go through where I want it to sound a certain way. Or I want to play a certain way, and I got to make sure that I'm not. Uh, am I trying to do something, or am I just doing it? Sure. And just doing it is always better. And again, that's what I talk about. I mean, um, when it comes to singing now, I, I try to sing the best I can. And um, that's I've accepted that's how I sound. And the same with playing guitar. I certainly try to get better at playing guitar sure. and be mindful of how I play guitar. But I've gone through 20 years of playing 10 different types of guitars, and they all sound the same yeah. when I play it. Yeah. I want to find, I'm trying to make myself sound different. It never sounds different. Sure. That's just who you sound like, so suck it up. Interesting, and, interesting. Yeah. Well, we are going to uh, open the show with a great cut, probably one of my favorite guitar-driven cuts from Make Blues Not War. This is Highway Mama. Set it. 
Back. What a smoking song that is, Mike. Thank you. And you've got Walter Trout helping you out in that song. Yeah, that's not bad, is it? Not bad <laughs> at all. Not bad at all. Your, your uh, band right now is a guitar-driven band. Well, yeah, it is mostly out of um, just kind of traveling again with trio. I've had bands in the past where I had a piano or saxophone or both mm-hmm. or, you know, different versions of... of um, and sometimes it just gets expensive and hard to, you know, the traveling that we do a lot of times is on the road. And um, so I'm just kind of back to get to guitar driven trio uh, because it's easier to cover all the bases. Sure. And it leaves a little room for me to play guitar again. Yeah. It was interesting. The Mike, Mike Zito and the Wheel uh, yeah. records, great records. Thanks. Uh, Jimmy Carpenter, what a saxophonist. Yeah. Uh, Scott and that was a, yeah, that was a band that I put together because I had an idea where I thought, want to do this thing and have the saxophone and the piano and had like a different idea in mind and so i think we made some i think we did a great job you know i really like the sound very i i loved it i loved it and i love this new record so i mean that that's an example of you know when you when you listen to mike zito you are going to get a dose of the blues you're going to get a dose of rock and roll you're going to get some country as well so here's the title cut to mike's 2008 release today i'll take my time about Growing older, I try to live like I'm getting younger. All my friends say that life is colder. I just smiling off of my shoulder. My life is simple, for that I'm grateful. With all my blessings, I can't be hateful. This world is heaven. With you beside me, my eyes are open toward my family. Well, I know that life is gonna bring some pain, but with some help from above, well I know it's gonna be okay. Just for today. Falling, the lost confusion of endless crawling. And when I woke up among the living, I became bound to love and forgiving. Well, I know that life is gonna bring some pain, but with some help from above, know it's gonna be okay. Just for today There's a world on fire Full of hate and desire But I know that love is gonna pour like rain
Talk to you a little bit about that blues genre, uh, today's uh, rock blues genre. It's it's very interesting to me because I fell into it, frankly, listening to people like yourself, Walter Trout, uh, other musicians that at mid fifties I could identify with. The bands had some personality to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was kind of like classic rock to me in a way. It used to be back in the seventies and eighties. Right. No, you're well. You're it. It makes perfect sense uh, because. Uh We've all lived through all of those decades of music. You know, we grew up listening to classic rock. Uh, you did, I did. I mean, that was the music that, at the time, it was just what was on the radio. It was just rock and roll, you know. Uh, and and from that, that's where I found blues. And it sounds like that's that's where you found blues as well. It's exactly where uh, I found so it. So the new, you know, newer blues, uh, of course, there are great artists out there that are dedicated to playing uh, specifically in the style of... Um, 1950s blues and 1920s blues, you know, kind of doing things um, very uh, uh, time uh, specific, you know, uh, to be sure to keep things that uh, very much like they were. And I'm not really that artist. I mean, uh, I consider myself a, a blues artist because I guess at, at core, I always kind of always go back to to blues. But I, I don't have any. Um, I don't have any lines or anything i don't keep myself in any boxes i'm just trying to write the best songs and the best music and i like a lot of music i grew up from 1970 to now so i've listened to a lot of music and i like uh, country and blues and rock and it was funny you were telling me at at one time i think in your last tour that uh you were driving the band crazy because they wanted to listen to rock and other genres in the in the van and all you're driving around on tour and and you said no man it's only blues while we're while we're touring and that was yeah yeah, yeah. you're the captain so that's what you got i'm funny about what i listen to in the car yeah (laughs) because um I like all of the other music. I necessarily can't have it on when I'm working sure. because it gets in my head and I don't want it to affect, you know, sure. what I'm doing. Absolutely. Mike, you have a really busy family life. Um, this is something I'm always interested in, peeling back the curtain to figure out how the heck somebody like you balances their work life. We sure, all, we all, sure. That's a buzzword these days. Balance your work life schedule. How does a man with five children and a wife at home <laughs> in Nederland Tech Texas balance their work life yeah well one I'm very fortunate that um I have my own business I mean I'm, a, I'm self-employed I own a I'm a small business owner I mean that's what I am I mean I'm a musician but it's not willy-nilly I I have a calendar and a schedule and a manager and an agent and people that are all working for me and with me and a record label 
and uh, we're all working together to, uh, of course, turn a profit, just like if you owned your own small store. Uh, early on, you may have to stay at the store, you know, 15 hours a day, seven days a week trying to get um, get work done. But slowly, uh, if you're the owner, you, eventually you want to be able to have someone else working there sure, and sure. and not have to be at the store all the time yeah. and be home. So I'm really fortunate in that um, I don't play near as many shows today. How as many do you play a year? Oh, maybe 125 or 150 shows a year. And and 10 years ago, I played 250 shows wow. a year because uh, 10 years ago, I, I still had four kids. I still had to pay all the bills. So you have to work. A, I had to work a lot harder. Sure. And I didn't make as much money then. So I'd have to work more to make enough money. Sure. Uh, but I'm lucky my store has done well. And uh, so I work, you know, I don't have to work as much. So I, I look forward through my calendar and we make sure we plan. I plan to make sure that I have time at home. Sure. That sometimes of the year I know I'm going to work more because the work is there. And then I go, well, if we can make a lot of money then, then let's make sure we're not working here. And I need to be home and be off. Like, ironically, this summer, starting now, it's going to be the least busy time of the year for me. Really? Uh, because it's more festivals. And yeah, sure. Festivals pay better. They do. Okay. I don't have to go out and tour for two, three, four weeks at a time to make the money. And I did a lot of touring in the spring, and I'll do a lot of touring in the fall. So, you know, I've learned to uh, manage my money and put money in the bank sure. and save it and then save it up and then make sure I have time off at home. And I got a burning question for you. What, and, and please, this isn't a lo loaded question. I'll bet you like them both. But if you had to choose playing a festival or playing yeah. uh, uh, solo, what what would it be with your band? Well, I always like, you're right. I mean, I like, I just like playing. Playing festivals is really fun, though. Yeah. Because I'm a music lover like you are. Yeah. And my first thing that I want to know is, like, ooh, who else is playing? Right. You know, like, we just played in New Jersey last month with Kenny Wayne Shepherd, and I was thrilled in Bernard Allison. So I oh. was like, oh, man, this is going to be great. So I, I watched Bernard, then I played, then we watched Kenny Wayne Shepherd. So you, you make a great point. The first time I saw you was at Tampa Bay Blues Festival 2011. Yeah. Um, I found Samantha Fish, who you produced. Right, and do right, do right. produce right yeah. records. Well, for, I did. Yeah, did yeah. produce uh, Samantha Fish, who has a wonderful career going. Young, yeah. 27, 28 years old. Uh, but I'm not sure I would have found her. So I found a lot of artists along the way by going to blues festivals, and I yeah. love them. But once I find that artist, then I'm looking for the local venues, the the, the Bull Run or the Chans or or wherever I can right. find. And uh, where you live here in this area, that it's so good for the national touring uh, blues and Americana artists. Because there's a lot of uh, fans and people that come out. They support the shows. So this is probably one of the best parts of the country where I do clubs. Great. Is to come to the Northeast. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. This is Road Dog with Mike Zito. I work all night. Go to sleep at dawn. Check out time. I've been moving on I'm a road dog With the highway calling me I'm a road dog All I ever do is leave 
don't cry No time for tears Has been so bad Leaving you here But I'm a rogue dog With a highway calling me
Okay, we're back. That song's quite personal to you. Uh, it is, yeah. I wrote that song with my friend Tom Hammerge that produced this album. He's a great producer. and um, You know, a lot of times we revisit uh, the same themes of, uh, of living on the road and being away. And, and so uh, it has to be an exceptionally good song to kind of make the record. Yeah. And uh, I, again, I like simple, to the point, straightforward. And uh, honestly, uh, it's hard for that to go away because we live on the road. And again, I'm not on the road as much as I used to be, but I'm in the middle of two weeks right now and I'm getting older. And, and let me tell you, I was home for two weeks and I'm, I miss home. You know, I miss my kids. I'm FaceTiming. I'm seeing them play games and I want to be home playing. Speaking of kids. Yeah. I had the honor today of finally meeting Mr. Zach Zito. Yeah. And Zach is definitely in your image, boy, yeah. that you guys look Poor alike. Kid. And he is 20, 22. 22 years of age. Zach is a guitarist in his own right. Um, there's a great song, which we're going to play in a minute, called Chip Off the Block, uh, which is off Make Blues Not War. And it features Zach Zito and, and has Mike telling the story of, uh, of his son <laughs> following along in Dad's footsteps. What's it like having Zach on tour with oh, you? Oh, it's, it's really fun. And, and um, you know, I bought him a guitar uh, when he was 10, and I bought all the kids. You know, it's great. All my kids have guitars and drums and piano. We have instruments everywhere. And, but I never make anybody play if they want to i wanted to play you know I, I no one made me play guitar i i couldn't get it out of my head so i you know he's the my oldest son but the really out of all five kids the the my uh, child that that once they got the instrument they had never put it down i mean he's i've never forced him to play guitar he just sure. can't stop playing it so that's Whatever style of music he decides to play. Of course, I've been feeding him Johnny Winter and Steve I could, Ray. I can only imagine. Jimi Hendrix and, and uh, you know. And that's in the song. So without any delay, let's listen to Chip Off the Block from Make Blues Not War.
All right, we're back, and that song featured Mike Zito and his son Zach Zito. Yeah. So it's a real father-son uh, uh, duo there. Mike's catalog is really expansive. I, I've got to tell you, if you want to go out, and um, I urge everybody to go out and listen to as much Mike Zito over the years, listen <laughs> to different styles. Um, I call it a shuffle, Mike. I'm not a musician. What, sure. Uh, but Dirty Blonde. Uh, yeah, uh, those that's more like the Texas blues stuff. Texas blues. Uh, and it's interesting you bring that up because uh, I, I, do, uh, I do like all those styles, you know. And ultimately, uh, what I hope, you know, and I and I, you've expressed this to me, and I thank you for it. Is that eventually it's just uh, Mike Zito music, you know? Right. Um, that, uh, but you're right. I mean, some of it is more Texas blues, some of it's more R and B, some of it's more country, some of it's more really rocking, you know. But that is all of. I genuinely like all of that music, and I like to play all that music. So I just thought, well, I'll just write. I'll write my own music. <laughs> now, as, as a performer, um, guitar is a big part of what you do. And I personally, I can remember looking at my son at one of your shows. It was at Polly's Nola Festival out in Worcester. Uh, is that Polly's yeah, Nola? Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And it was indoors because it was raining. Worcester, that's how you say that. Worcester, is not Worcester. Yeah. Worcester. Worcester. Hey, Worcester. So we're out in Worcester. It's raining out. And Mike Zito and the wheel are inside. And my son says, uh, uh, I says, you know, Mike Mike says he's not that great of a guitarist. And you ripped into a solo. My son looks at me and says, if, if that's not a good guitarist, what is? Um, <laughs> I, you know, I, I know you're super critical of yourself. but Well, I, you know, I'm not even so much critical of myself anymore it just is what it is you know okay. I, I mean every day i pick the guitar up and i i warm up and i practice and i try to learn something and uh, what i just found more and more is that uh, uh there's different definitions of of good and so um in this genre and in the world there are guys that can really technically play the, the guitar i mean and i just can't do it mm-hmm. i mean i just don't have the you're talking like a Joe Bonamosa or Oh man, what an amazing guitar player. Mm-hmm. I I don't have the proficiency to do it. I also don't seem to be able to to memorize the note for note all of, all of the worked out perfection. I, I just don't like I'm so I'm so amazed with that. Yeah. So I think well I just you know, when it comes to that thing, I can't that's not me. What I can do is I can play live right now what I'm feeling. And it it might be might be good. Yeah, it might be all right. You know, it's you, never going to be terrible. You just took the words out of my mouth. I I I describe it as emotional. So I've seen you a lot. Right. And um, sometimes the emotion is frustration. Okay. <laughs> but, right. You know, we don't know that. Right. Here, right. Right. But uh, slow it down. You played slow it down, uh, which is on I believe the today or is it on Pearl River? No, it's on today. It's on today. Yeah. Uh, it ha- you played a guitar solo at Chance. It was unbelievable. That was the same night you were out standing on a table singing some acapella uh, <laughs> stuff. It was really, really cool. But uh, when emotion comes out like that, um, with that authenticity, um, you know, I've seen, I mean, literally, I've seen grown grown men weep, you know I mean? That's really what I have to offer when I come to, whatever it is I'm doing, that's what I've found is that the guitar or the singing or the writing or the talking or whatever it is, is, is that I can, um, I have no problem um, sharing who I am. And I'm, I'm an emotional you know, person. I mean, yeah. I share my emotions. So that's, if you like that, and that's what I like. That's what I love about Walter Trout. That's what I love about Luther Allison. So I love about, you know, a lot of the music that I listen to. So, um, yeah. 
know. Yeah. That's well, what I think is good. I like that. That's the that's the guitar playing that I like to play, so that's what I do. Do you have a favorite solo? Favorite song that you solo on? Of of mine? Yeah. You gotta reach back well, and Well, you know, you mentioned Road Dog. We listen to Road Dog. Yeah. Um I love playing a minor. I don't get to do that a lot. Okay. So uh, that or the bad news is coming by Luther yeah. Allison. Oh, nice boy. minor, but that's a Road Dog is a is a really fun one to play guitar on. Bad news is coming is on the new CD. Uh, listen to that. Listen to it. Luther Allison, big influence on Mike. Yeah, uh, yeah. And Mike has one of his, his guitars. It's the same way. You know, that's yeah, the... Awesome stuff. And I, I tell you what, live, when you stretch that solo out, um, I'm not a musician. I listen to it. I get moved every single time. Oh, man, that's great. It's, it's great stuff. So let's take a listen to Bad News Is Coming. This is a live version of the song. This was recorded in 2014, and Mike's guitar solo in the middle of this song is absolutely amazing. So here is Mike Zito with Bad this News Is, is Coming. This is one of my personal heroes, Mr. Luther Allison. I got the bad news this morning. Thank you. 
One of my personal favorite songs I'd like to play right now, and this is Get Busy Living. This is from the Keep Coming Back album. Uh, you had T-shirts at one time that, that say that. We've yeah, got some yeah. of my friends walking around in it today. Uh, but it's a great mantra for the day. This is Get Busy Living by Mike Zito and The Wheel.
I love that song, Mike. I love that expression of hope uh, and, oh, and joy. I, I like that song too. I wrote that with uh, with my good friend Anders Osborne. We wrote that song together. Yeah, that's a that's a great one. Uh, that that album keeps coming back. Um, was was critically acclaimed. Uh, really had uh, Lonely Heart is on that album. I love well. that record. I it's funny too. after after making this many records, I realized like, um, yeah, you know, because I'm I'm not the most famous person in the world, so every record is not going to be uh, number one on the Billboard blues charts. And that was a record to me that uh, has a lot of I've really meaningful songs. And um, my the fans, my friends, people that like the band, they love it. It didn't do as well as uh, Make Blues Now War, which is a great record also, but just really fun and lighthearted and more guitar-oriented. And I kind of did... We did that on purpose because... Uh, you need you need one that's successful every now. And yeah, then. well, you know what? I you was know, surprised. To keep the honestly, fire burning. I mean, honestly, that cut we just listened to, uh, "Lonely Hearts." Um, there are a number of songs on "Keep Coming Back" um, on that record that I myself thought to myself, it's "Out loud, hard why to, aren't these hits?" It's hard to get through uh, the big machine. There's so many people, and and people listening to music so different today, and there's so much information coming at people uh, that. To get someone's attention enough to listen to the lyrics and the words and to kind of devote getting into it, you have to already be a fan, I think. I think you're right. And so uh, we kind of went back to the drawing board with, well, let's just, you know, let's give them what they want. And something that, you know, people are looking for a lot of times is uh, is blues guitar and kind of in-your-face, fun, easy-to-listen-to, party. Yeah. And, and I like that, too. I so like, I don't have to listen oh, to it 10 that. times to figure out whether or not I like it. So when right. people hear it, they're like, oh, that's, you know, we're going to have a barbecue. That's what we <laughs> want to hear. Um, sometimes that's just what it what you got to do. So yeah. we mix it up a little. Yeah, I hear that. Yeah. This next song is a song that I couldn't let the show go by without playing. This is a very personal song to Mike. It's a song of hope and recovery. It was written by his very good friend, Anders Osborne. It's actually the first song I saw Mike perform when I met him for the first time. Uh, back in 2011 at the Tampa Blues Festival. So here is One Step at a Time. I wanted too much Never worked hard enough Always blaming God for not being there I thought I was the only one I never got anything done I was hiding in anger and fear 
Before we go, uh, and you are short on time, I promise to get you back. Uh, Mike has oh, no, a show great. tonight, and he's been more than gracious with his time. I just came back from seeing you recently on the Six Strings Tour, tour Six Strings Down Tour with right. Tommy Castro. Yeah. Holy smokes. Thank you. Was that a great collaboration for you? Wonderful. One of the, one of the best for me, and um, in many ways, just uh, Tommy Castro is a, a big hero of mine, and he's a wonderfully gifted musician and songwriter. But we also just, we get along really well, like brothers, never have a problem, just have fun, had fun playing music, never knocked heads, never, it's never, I've never been in a situation where they go, let's get these two guys together, and it was just that easy. Do you think you'd do it again? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I got to tell you, that that rocked. That yeah. absolutely rocked. It's so and, fun. And yeah. the trade-off between the two of you was seamless, and yeah. uh, playing each other's songs, and, and back and forth. and Perfect example of... of uh, 
you know, working together, it, it, it's 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 better than on your own. You know, the the two equals one thing. It was really good. It really, really was. Yeah. I got I, friends of mine went not knowing what to expect. I had a couple of friends that were fans of Tommy's, a couple of friends that were friends of uh, fans of Mike's, and they came out of there and they said, "Holy smokes!" There's a spring, uh, Springsteen always had a has a thing that he yells out at his concerts: one plus one equals three, uh, meaning that uh, the audience and and the musicians right. collaborate and come up with something different. The power and that, in the numbers of the whole thing. And you know exactly. what? That that show raised to that level. It was it was really really cool. Thank um, you. Mike, I, I can't thank you enough for spending time with us today. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate. I, I love the, uh, I love this podcast. I'm excited for this. Yeah, well, we're lucky. Uh, WFPR has given us these studios. Uh, this will go out uh, to people that are fans, people that are yet to be fans, people yeah. that are burgeoning fans and just don't know it yet. Uh, <laughs> but uh, Mike Zito, MikeZito.com. You can subscribe to his blog, which is a blues man in recovery. Uh, I encourage you to look up his show schedule. Please don't miss him. Uh, it is well worth it. Say hello to him afterwards. Buy some merchandise. Uh, that's the only way these artists uh, keep keep the big wheel moving is about a uh, hug? to support him. A hug, which a Mike hug gives liberally. Nice. and uh, Send your wife up for a hug. <laughs> that's right. Send your wife up for a hug. <laughs> We're going to go out with a title cut from Mike's new CD, the chart-busting Make Blues Not War. This is Make Blues Not War. Again, I'm Jim Derrick, thanking Mike Zito. We'll see you next time. Kick off your shoes. Put down your guns. No damn good reason why we can't get along. Relax now, baby.
Let's make blue. 